Hello and welcome to the Emperor's New Podcast, where I explore every corner of the Emperor's New Groove franchise. I'm your host, Michael Hirsch, and today I'm joined once again by Gabby Tyrell. Hey there, hi there, ho there. You're as welcome as can be. And Paul Spignall. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, everyone. And today we will be discussing The Emperor's New School, Season 2, Episode 4, Show Me the Monkey slash Demon Llama, though... On Disney Plus, it says Demon Mama slash Show Me the Monkey, but that's not the order that they're in. So it's very confusing. Yeah, I was very confused because, like, it started and I was like, this has nothing to do with Demon Llamas. What is going on? Demon Llamas? They've done that a couple of times where the second episode is listed as the first one on there. And I don't, or the second segment is listed. Come on, Disney. Get your stuff together. Yeah. Left over from uh, back in the day when it was on the TV, the guides on television. Ah, that makes sense. Did, did did they ever actually switch them around when it was on TV, or did it always be? Not, I, not to my memory, I I always remember it being in this in this order. Okay, um, that's fair. Back when they played it at five thirty in the morning in the uh, early twenty tens. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Jeez. So the first segment is "Show Me the Monkey." Um. And the basic premise of this is Ramon uh, is climbing and Cusco is jealous. So he wants to uh, prove that he's better by climbing the entire school, which includes like the mountain that the school is on top of. Um, and then Kronk tells everyone he's going to do it. So now he ha- has to figure out. And he, decides, he wants to ha- make a monkey climb the school with a Cusco mask on. And that's Can I just say, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, that's basically the premise of the episode. Was all I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I love the way that Kronk just busts into Cusco's room. He's like, "Good morning, I'm here yeah. to take you to school," and he just <laughs> picks him up and he just carries him over. A- <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like Kronk is almost like his personal servant, but not really. Yeah. It was man servant. Yeah, I mean, we know that Cusco has servants when he was emperor, but. Yeah. But it's like, this is almost like a friend, or is like, did, did Kronk lose a bet? But no, he would have just done this anyways. I mean, yeah. not, I I'm, mean, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe it was like Yzma off screen, just being like, you need to go spy on Cusco or, mm. or something like that. I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm, I was kind of disappointed by the lack of Yzma in these two episodes, spoilers, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think she only has like what two maybe like um not even like a handful of lines literally like you could count the lines she right. had on one hand and that's in the other episode that we'll probably talk about soon but yeah, yeah. anyway yeah um, it, it, yeah is this the first time that the monkey i know the bug and the monkey have a recurring gag but is this for is this one of the few times the monkey's actually almost like front and center not just a gag um, yeah, I don't know if it's the same monkey or not, but they all have the same design. <laughs> um, because, um, what's with the chimp and the bug? <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks bigger to, to me than that monkey, though, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just closer to the people. When it's you can see people in it in the same shot, it looks bigger. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but can we talk about Ramon for a little bit? How he's yeah, just climbing, he, he, and then he, he like covered the episode. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Madeline May was on on our previous episode. We just covered the episode that introduced him and talked about how like racist it was. 
<laughs> Yikes. Yeah, yeah but, he... Go ahead. No, I was just... Like, he... He's climbing the mountain, right? And he's he's yeah. got the flower stuck to his sandal. He just throws a flower at Melina. And Melina is just like, ah, yes, I love your stinky foot flower, Ramon. Yes, <laughs> give it to me. Like, just some something out of a Quentin Tarantino-esque and kind of deal. He, he, his, I haven't seen the um, episode where he's introduced. Apologies, I haven't actually gotten to that podcast. I'm a little behind on my podcast mm-hmm. recently, but... But like I remember in the mid 2000s, maybe a little bit more that a lot of sitcoms were doing this like foreign person who comes in and just does everything, um, everything better than the main character. Duandissimo. Yeah. 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 It it Uh, just seemed like a whole, like a literally trope. comes with unfortunate implications because he's a Spanish in the Inca Empire. So. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Less said about that, the better. There's yeah. there's not enough time to unpack that whole statement, so we're just gotta throw yeah. out the whole suitcase there. Um, push, push, push. And Cusco uh, lets Kronk know what his plan is, and Kronk's really excited. And Cusco gets the monkey through a transition. <laughs> basically <laughs> <laughs> i love that transition gag yeah. that was a really good gag uh they they really milked it for all it was worth and especially like in the later scenes with like Kron just like you know where's where's my gear and where's my sandwich and where's all my equipment <laughs> and all yeah. that is that yeah. would that be called a wheel transition because or a, a wheel wipe or something it's yeah, like a yeah. That it's specific. like a wheel wipe with a with the Batman kind of, yeah. da, 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 da. but yeah. not really. But it's like a much quicker thing than Batman because the Batman would be literally a spinny screen with the logo, like the where this was just literally and, uh, a almost like a clock the internet. <laughs> right? Like but like it was making the it was making like the Batman, like da, clock da, da, da. Kind yeah. Of. yeah, clock yeah. is a good a clock transition where it does this thing that the people listening have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> right <laughs> oh i'm sure photos let's see premiere let's check i have this legal version of a premiere which i literally do actually have a legal version of premiere shocker um anyways yeah Cusco just gets the monkey says where am i gonna find a monkey and then it trans the, the uh, clock wipe and then the monkey's there <laughs> um and he explains to Kronk his plan to put a, a Cusco wing Cusco mask on the monkey um, but then the monkey gets away and for some reason it doesn't occur to them to just do the wipey thing again at the, at right. the point. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I also love the fact that I'm, and maybe skipping ahead a little bit with the, um, go over the yeah, with the monkey, but I love the fact that no one actually picks up on the fact that it's just a monkey wearing a mask because when it falls off him, everyone says, Oh wait, that's just a monkey wearing a mask. Yeah. And, and it's like, uh, yeah, Kronk, I could imagine believing, but all the other students actually said the same thing. No, he was far away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, can, I, can I also say, like, I love the At part the bottom where... of it's Cusco. Yeah. And they saw Cusco go up, and they never saw Cusco come down. But they saw the monkey far away in the distance. I don't know. It's cartoon. <laughs> yeah, cartoon It's cartoon logic. logic. But, but I also like during when Cusco is climbing up 
and um, actually he starts climbing the mountain up and then Kronk just opens the mountain, which is literally a callback from the movie. It's like, man, who would have thought this tra- that trap yeah. panel would have led me to here? It, it was like perfect callback, but it was a great, that was actually a pretty good callback. Yeah, and it was Cusco getting smushed. <laughs> By the, 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 apparently there's a door in the mountain. I, I love the... It. I, I love all the little doors in the mountain just like opening up every so often like ah oh, Cusco yeah. here's a manatee he's got your mask on it's yeah gonna, the, it can climb clearly <laughs> just Tronk is Tronk first finds a uh, sea cow slash manatee which they're the same thing but uh mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that was that was actually great I actually burst out laughing when I saw the manatee just because it was so out of left field and I loved it and I just love well, stupid things like that anyway. in um, South America right not yeah. too out of left field but yeah but I mean just I, I yeah. know it's not too out of left field but just like Kronk says here's a manatee I didn't find a monkey but here's a, a sea cow is actually what he said sea cow here's a sea yeah. cow what's that going to do well let's try to let him climb and it's and like then they just he just let the manatee fall and it crushes the teacher. <laughs> as long as the manatee is okay, I'm the fine. Te- they're both okay. Yeah, it's a cartoon. If anybody <clears throat> is dying, that's just like against the rules of this cartoon universe. Nobody is really allowed to die. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't invented dip yet. Well, death must exist or otherwise uh, how, would they, how would Yzma know what it is? I don't know. Maybe she has um, access to the forbidden knowledge. Maybe she's Judge Doom. That's yeah. my cartoon theory. She's actually Judge Doom. She she weird. she goes. Hey, a cartoon. Me? When I killed your brother, I sold Judge. Yes! <laughs> Sorry, I took my cat to the vet yesterday, and I'm all stuffy. So uh, Kronk is really excited about the switcheroo. And he has this chant where he's like, whoa, the switcheroo, the switch for me, the switch for you, the switcheroo, woohoo, or something like that. Oh, right. The switcheroo. The switch switcheroo. with the monkey. The switcheroo from you to yeah. the monkey on mountain. That switcheroo. Yeah. Yes, he, that one. He, he loves <laughs> the rhyming of things with it. Um, but yeah, at one point, I don't know. I don't have lost track of where in the episode this happens, but Cusco introduces Kronk to the transition, and Kronk just abuses the hell out of it. <laughs> and that was my favorite part of the whole episode. He, he gets all of his little gear up, and he's going like, "Okay, gonna get the sandwich. Da-da-da-da-da. All right, I'm gonna get this." Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, and uh, it's just like <laughs> a podcaster with a custom ringtone. What is that? And like, the, <laughs> what does that mean back then? Is that like a phone? What? I don't know. Six or seven, so I don't know what a podcaster with a custom ringtone means in that era. I I can edit it now so that it just sounds like Kong's talking about a podcast, the podcast, but (laughs) (laughs) it's actually a promotion for the Emperor's new podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it scared me at first, to be honest, when he said. And then it confused me because I didn't know, understand what exactly he meant. He clearly time traveled to the present and saw that there was this podcast and then went back to 2007 or whenever this episode is supposed to take place, 2007, 2000 something, the ancient Inca era. Outside of time. 
yeah, he, he just went to outside of time. He was like, all right, this is a podcast. And this is the Emperor's new podcast. Space is bendable. The podcast made especially for Goose Ghost Podcast. That podcast? Yes. Um, and then Cusco uh, tro- uh, does a title drop at one point where he says, show me the monkey, which for our listeners who for some reason don't know, and I don't imagine there's any other listener who doesn't know, is a reference to a game show called Show Me the Money, um, where they would ask to be shown the money. And like, you- I get it confused with, uh, with Deal or No Deal a lot, so I don't... <laughs> You see, when I heard "Show Me the Monkey," I thought of the Super Mario Brothers movie. I know where it's know the bad guy going the. I, I know you did. I'm yeah. monkey. I know. I'm <laughs> monkey. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> How did you know I was going to bring it up? It seems like it seems like. Well, this is like the second time you've been on a podcast that I've also been on where monkeys were involved. Oh God! Right, <laughs> <laughs> monkey, monkey. Because we were on the on the podcast without a cool acronym about that right the kim possible one where's uh, monkey show me monkey it was all about monkeys and monkeys yeah lord monkey or monkey fist and all that yeah Um, so at the end uh, the mask falls off the monkey and everyone finds out that it's a cuscoine mask (laughs) but cusco uh he's so frustrated that he doesn't even realize that he's climbing the mountain he makes it to the top and melina offers to help him but he rejects her help and then he falls all the way down I, I, power I will, of self-doubt yeah but i will say this um actually give props to Cusco. he actually did scale the mountain except maybe one step but yeah you know give give props to him yeah, yeah. credit to where credit's due he actually yeah. climbed the mountain all by himself which is more than other people can say for his other schemes yeah. uh, in this show so yeah. go Cusco. He, um, I, does anything else happen after that in this in this segment? I don't remember. Um, the oh, the guy the monkey, from the beginning, or the, the monkey. The teacher is complimenting Cusco on getting uh, a plus in smelling better and being better at grammar and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's right, stuff. because the the squirrel comes in like in the middle of the episode and tries to throw him off. Yeah, but Cusco, Kronk is there Cusco just be, like there's a lot. Ha- okay, a lot happens in this episode. <laughs> I'm just remembering. Uh, Cusco and or Bucky tried to do like the Tweety Bird thing on Cusco. Mm-hmm. This he, little pity went to the market. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's about to run out of pities. Kronk tells him uh, to um, stop, and Bucky agrees. But Cusco has to be his butler. So at the end, first at the end, after Cusco's uh, successfully been caught by Ramon and put placed on the ground. Um, We've cut to him like fanning Bucky while he's wearing a lady squirrel maid outfit. Oh, that's um, what my note says. <laughs> but, I could not read my own notes. <laughs> oh, I remember someone on Twitter posted that this like terrified them or something. I don't remember who it was. I'm not going to call them out anyways because they might not want me doing that. But someone on Twitter posted like an out of context image of that clip and said, when I saw this as a kid, it freaked me out. Like okay, I don't blame them. That's that <laughs> that looks like some freaky shit right and, there. And then so the monkey has, I guess, uh, for the rest of the episode, replaced Cusco and is uh, doing everything better than him in class. And that's the end of the episode. The segment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Overall, a solid episode. Yeah. yeah, very very solid. Wasn't there was some 
really highlights in it, like the transition. I mean, that was one of the best. The, 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 the spinny thing. Yeah, the spinny transition. That was one of the best. That was actually a really good joke. But um, more like a, de- a device to like uh, to get to skip over yeah. the boring stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, this was a very solid um, segment. And so the next segment, which honestly I like better than this, the, part of the reason is just the premise um, is that it's a callback to the movie where the callback is the entire premise of the episode. It's a callback to one line. And Demon, I really like Demon Llama! Uh, Demon Llama, Lama, where? Uh, and we actually get to see uh, Demon Llamas. Uh, this time yes Yay. i was so i was really excited to see the demon llamas it turns out in their glory I, I i will it's also great too because um this is actually one of the few episodes where um we actually see more more stuff with the actual llamas with the herding and the yeah. actual mm-hmm. job that pacha has and my um well technically um i actually know someone extremely close to me she didn't want me to say who who what um her but she actually worked in a zoo with a llama and told me all about what llamas are actually like yeah so it was like this is a really great thing to know about see in the show and how accurate it is yeah they did right i know that llamas definitely spit (laughs) oh yeah um i've had a couple of interactions with llamas over the years um i remember there was a girl scout camp thing where we were just walking around with llamas and um the, in a surprisingly non-jerk moment for a llama it rested its head on my shoulder as we were walking and i felt like mother teresa right there patron saint of the llamas just like the llama whisperer it was great Dolly llama. yeah, yeah. Llamas, <laughs> llamas are I, I think um the best way she put it was llamas think they are smarter than they really are they're like Cusco <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and and the one thing she definitely told me was they're prima when a, when, yeah mm-hmm. but when a llama spits it actually means that they see you as an equal not as someone who's higher up they see you as an equal and they'll spit at you but if they don't spit at you you're actually um, more like in control of them yeah and so I guess I was in control of that llama that one time. I was yeah. a very powerful 10-year-old. Um, I've only, I, I'd seen llamas in the past, but more recently I've mostly, dealt, mostly been seeing alpacas because I don't live up in the mountains and I think llamas need to be in the mountains, need to have high altitude or something. I, 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 uh, it kind of depends on where you are. Just yeah. everywhere I've been that's not in the mountains has, has just had alpacas. So that's why I'm trying to figure out why everywhere has alpacas. I mean, I I mean, I live in a very rural area of um, my state and we actually and I live in Maryland, which with the exception of the tip is a very is very flat. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like the sea level. And we actually um, I actually know at least um, probably about four or five llamas when I'm just driving. Well, maybe it's uh, maybe it's like the Zach and Cody thing where alpacas are just more profitable. Um, that, that's yeah i mean most of the places probably that have the, yeah most of the places that have llamas around here also they have um because this is i live in maryland this is a famous horse racing um right. very famous horse racing competition and all that's the ones that have llamas also have 
famous horse um horse trainers around here so right and also i mean like there's probably more alpacas because i mean you shave the alpaca you make the wool from alpaca you can't really shave a llama and make wool from a llama it's not that i'm aware of if any viewers have made wool from a llama please correct Mm -hmm. me but um, something with them (laughs) yeah uh, there's something yeah i I have have, oh sorry no it's all right Episode opens with Tatcha uh, basically it's bring your dad to the school day, which is funny because in the previous episode of this podcast, my dad accidentally showed up, but he didn't say anything. But he, <laughs> um, he forgot to he forgot to log out of Zoom when he was setting it up, so he ended up showing up, for, uh, and it was weird <laughs> to just see his name there and people who didn't know that he was there were confused. Um, but anyways, and so Cusco, since Cusco doesn't have like a, a birth dad that's, a, you know, a dad that gave birth to him. Um, he right. Doesn't have, he doesn't have a, a blood dad to um, show up to bring. He brings a, his pr- father figure, uh, Pacha. And Pacha. Now, I, maybe it's a show thing because I've only seen maybe a couple select episodes of the show, including the one that we just watched. Um, but has Pacha always been kind of a father figure? Because from my understanding of the movie and stuff, he was more so of a friend to Cusco, like a buddy almost. No, he's, but he's kind of both, uh, especially that's fair. Given yeah. his at the end of like the movie, it's sort of implied that Cusco basically becomes a surrogate. Ah, uh, a right, child. Yeah. right. Okay, that's part fair. of Pacha's family, but. The, it's a buddy movie. Um, yeah. More than yeah. just a father-son story, but he is like the closest thing Cusco has to a father figure, literally. Yeah. Yeah. For that, he was raised by Yzma, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know that, um, I remember that, that um, we do at least hear something about Cusco's real father in the um, in the animated yeah. TV show. Yeah. I, I, right. I remember. Maurice LaMarche. Yeah. In a hey. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I be- he was lost at sea. We never find out about what happened to Cusco's mother, but I think it's assu- most people assume that was she died at in childbirth or something. Um, she's actually be- Elsa. I don't <laughs> that know. Would be, that would be some time travel shenanigans going on there. It's, it's like the it's like the people that thought that Tarzan's parents were Anna and Elsa's parents. You remember when that theory was going around the yeah, internet? And I say, yeah. oh, no, Cusco and Anna and Elsa are siblings because their parents they both they both had their parents lost to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a joke. It was a joke theory. It wasn't an actual. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that, and they pretty much disproved that in the sequel. Exactly. Is that, is that the only reason, other than money, that they, is that the reason they chose that to be the plot of the sequel? Was just to just to shut down that theory? I, don't, I actually haven't I, seen the sequel, so I can't say much. I think the whole reason the sequel is in existence is because Frozen made a lot of money. Because I heard and, it like the turnaround time for the sequel and stuff, it was made in a shockingly short yeah. amount of time. To yeah. where everything was just approved because it was just like, oh, it's frozen. We'll just slap money on it. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. Which is why He's Frozen 2 isn't as. 98 pounds in my pocket. I got um, 90 pages. So, Pasha explains what his job is that he has to hurt llamas and Cusco's a jerk uh, about it. 
of and course. Yeah. They're um, the family challenges to go to uh, her llamas and Pacha. I just, I already talked about this because the past three episodes were all in this season, but it's just good to just have it actually be John Goodman. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, no, you know, no, just, you know, you know, give credit to, um, to season one voice actor. Yeah. You know, he, Fred Tatashori. Yeah. He did a, he, you know, he did a job for, you know, what he was due, but yeah. You know, when you get the original voice actor from the movie, especially someone like John Goodman, who, you know, is really, fa- you know, a real famous. I don't know how they got him and a, back. He, I think and a very distinctive voice, him. too. Like, it's yeah. there. I feel like it's very hard to do a John Goodman impression. Oh, um, when the sun hits that ridge just right. Yeah. Kills, no, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's almost nearly impossible to do a John, a good John Goodman impression, which is why um, in the Kingdom Hearts series, like Kingdom Hearts 3, they had... um they had like a Monsters Inc. level, and everybody just sounded off because that was not Billy yeah. Crystal or John Goodman. It's just I thought Disney like literally owned John Goodman. You'd <laughs> think, you'd think, but I, I nah, guess he was he, better remember, to do. Yeah, remember Goodman was before I um got famous before Eisner, not after. He um uh, he uh he's a, a Disney legend, right? I believe. If he's that not, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Yeah. Really? I think I so, maybe yeah. he might be. I, I mean, he could be. He could not he be. Was, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if he well, was. He, he's uh, Sully. He's Pacha. Uh, he was Baloo in the Jungle Book sequel. Right. Uh, he um, is Big Daddy LaBeouf in Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's been in a few other things that Disney owns, but I don't remember. Uh, yes, he. Yeah, I just I just googled it. He is a Disney legend. Yeah. Hey. Um. Anyways, the chemistry, even without David Spade there, is a lot better when John Goodman yeah. is there mm-hmm. to play off of, I think. Um, I, but I do like how when they were trying to convince Cusco to do, um, you know, um, llama herding, I could almost see duck season, wabbit season, duck season. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it, it's like duck season, rabbit season, yeah. rabbit season, and- duck season. And, like, I feel like Cusco may have thought it would have been easy to herd llamas because, I mean, he was a llama yeah. at one point, yeah. you know, like, at, like before this happened. Like, oh, yeah, I was a llama. I can totally do this. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. like the llama whisperer, you know. This is easy. Yeah. 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 And um, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it is not. And I've animals done, I... are, in, are hard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've demon I've or a, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So then, I've got a, I've got a, you know, I've actually got a horse, and even just hurting horses is difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep. And so it turns out that in the secret lab, uh, Kronk, Yzma has snuck Kronk a demon potion into Kronk's spinach puff. So Kronk, but it's not, it doesn't work quite right so Kronk is going back and forth between just being himself and being a demon I I like to call it I like to call it the Karen potion because it makes him get kicked out of the out of Mucka's meat hut just like if this was made now if if this was if this was made now if this was made within the last this episode was made in the last couple of years you could also say and I want you to give me your manager yeah 
Get me the manager. Yeah. And uh, so Yzma is upset. So she throws it like down a chute and it ends up in the river and the llamas drink it and then they cut the commercial. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love I love how Yzma's lair is literally like is literally like a mini version of Cusco's um, temple palace. Palace, and it it, it I, I just think like it's almost like um, the sign that says Isma lives here, secret lab. Yeah. <laughs> no, secret yeah, e- lab. Yeah, Yzma's not so very secret lab. Yeah, um, poisoning the water hole. Um, Someone poison the water hole. Someone's poison the water hole. It, this is this ha- isn't the last time that that hap- that something like that happens either. <laughs> There's a whole episode where everyone but Cusco is turned into an animal a- and Molina um, because uh, they drink peasant water from and it, the water gets potion from potions that Isma tricked Kronk into thinking she was recycling, but she was actually dumping into the river. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So the the Cusco keeps uh, explaining that the llama that that went into the jungle is a demon llama, and Patra doesn't believe him. Um, and then Patra, yeah, because it transforms yeah. at the most inconvenient times, yeah. which is just like those demon potions, isn't it? Those yeah. ineffective demon potions. That is, I think Fluffy was the name of the, this particular llama. Yes, Fluffy. Yeah, and, Fluffy was the only one who mm-hmm. couldn't get in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um, eventually uh, Cusco manages to get her back in the pen, but then all the llamas turn into demon llamas. They all turn they, into demon llamas. And they chase Cusco and Pacha into like a body of water and the, Cusco and Pacha have this straw thing that you breathe out of, but then so do the demon llamas. <laughs> that was, that was hilarious. I yeah. love that. I'm actually also glad that um, Pacha eventually discovered that they were demon llamas. You know, I thought the whole thing with Cusco and the demon llama wasn't demon llama will go on a lot longer. And I'm actually kind of happy that it was very, a very short segment because, Mm -hmm. because I've seen, I've seen other um, shows stretch that out for a long time. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not much that you can do in 15 minutes, so it's like they had to yeah. they had to tell a story and they had to tell it like right then and there, you know. Oh no, I I definitely agree with you. It's just uh, it's just I have seen I I can't think of it right now for some reason because my brain doesn't work good. Yeah. No, you're good, but like I understand what you what you mean. It's like the trope of no, that's totally a thing, and then the thing turns into another thing, and it's like ah, yeah. and then it goes on and on. It's one of my least favorite tropes, but I'm glad they kind of got rid of yeah. it within like the first couple and minutes of using that because like a, it annoys me to no end they yeah. want to hide in a cave but the cave is full of llama eggs <laughs> i mean and they never do they ever reference those llama eggs again because i don't remember no. them like no and but kuska says llama eggs and pacha just says it's the nest or something <laughs> yeah like I mean, it's it's clearly a reference to like all those um, sci-fi horror yes. stuff, like ah, we found the nest, yeah, and all that. It's just yeah, <laughs> it's like it's, that was almost like a um, that was almost like a big big lip alligator moment, but not really, just because it just came out of left field, had nothing to do with the plot, but it was still pretty good. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I always thought one was laid eggs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Those are platypuses. No, and, do you see demon llamas lay eggs? Yeah, Regular llamas, they're mammals. They give birth do, like any other animal. Do, do demon, demon llamas. llamas lay, do demons specifically lay eggs? I thought demons like impre- just impregnated. No, 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 no. Those are like um incubuses, incubuses and then sub- and then succub- succubuses are the ones that like give birth to demons after yeah, you know. Okay. Um, we don't need to talk. Uh, about it, again, it, it depends on your type of demon. Demon llamas clearly lay eggs, as we saw, and yeah. the, and they glow green and they look yeah. like little alien eggs, and it's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, and, I, and- I also I also like how. Ha- I don't know if we've gotten to it, but uh, but the Bucky segment actually kind of cracked me up. Yeah, Bucky, <laughs> they go past Bucky, um, ask him to not tell them where he went, and he agrees, but then Cusco insults him, so he tells him where they went anyways. Uh, yeah, Bucky's a little shit, and I love him. And I know, he, but, if, he, but if he, Cusco he, makes, he squeezes his face to make Cusco's face, and then he puffs up his like tail around to make a poncho to look like Pacha or something. And it's sad because Pacha didn't do anything wrong. And here no. he is just like insulting Pacha because he's a little stinker. Yes. Uh, it, it, he, it, he, yeah. Ain't I a The Bugs Bunny uh, type character. Except maybe a, a little... A little more cruel than Bugs Bunny, but yeah, and and non and mostly non-verbal. He mostly yeah. does the There's speaker. clearly influence there in the case. Yes, of course. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, but um, I almost thought that Bucky um would you know it seems like he was actually going to keep his end of the bargain until Cusco insulted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cusco insulted him. Cusco calls him such like, is the nature head. of squirrels. Yeah, yeah. Get squirrels. out of get out of my attic, squirrels. Squirrels in my pants. Um, Squirrel. Yeah. And then uh, Cusco corrals uh, the, the llamas in like uh, uh, um, a word, trench type thing. Oh, it's, like a y- yeah. I know what you're talking, like a big old hole in the ground, like a ca- canyon. Yeah, yeah. Like canyon, canyon at the yeah. bottom of a canyon type thing, and you there we go. I'm assuming at some point, and this goes for Kronk too, uh, the demon potion wears off because they never turn into demons again after this episode. I like to think of a theory where, um, I know that one of the theories, you know, um, people say that how come Yzma's potions don't, you know, run out of time. I like to think that ever since she got fired, her funding got cut. That's what I said. There you go. <laughs> That's that was my explanation. And some of her potions are permanent, just less so less of them are. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. Like, Poor Kronk having to be outside Mucka's meat hut, yeah. seeing everybody have fun while yeah. the Karen inside him rages. Like the like that stupid horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> And then, but can uh, we can we talk about how he got got it got them all in the trench because yeah. he ordered like thirty seven fucking pizzas, yeah, hey, and then hey. they come out of nowhere. <laughs> and I think the pizza delivery guy is also voiced by Curtis Armstrong, the voice of the teacher, because he sounds like a Curtis Armstrong voice. Uh, thirty seven. Hey surprise pizzas. me. And yeah, every would... everyone has hay pizzas at the end. Yum. Do people yeah. eat hay? <laughs> I mean, 
with with diet trends being what they are, I wouldn't be surprised if hay is going to be the big new thing. We get, I mean, yeah. oat milk and all that. Just just like, you could get hay milk. And I already had dinner, so I don't know what I'm going to I am get, get a hay salad. I haven't I, had dinner yet. I, 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 yeah. Um, and I'm mac and cheese. <laughs> over the credits, Cusco um, has the, the, he's in a cave trying to prove there are no demon llamas. And then, like, a jaguar or something scares him, and he thinks it's a demon llama. I mean, I, it yes. sounds like a jaguar if you hear the roar, but I don't know. The, the it's, it's a demon llama. Yeah. It's, a demon, it's clearly a demon llama. It's a demon llama disguised as a jaguar. Yeah. There you go. And it's a very wow sound. Um, and then uh, the logo shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, Moral but, of the story for this episode, beware the demon llamas, and yeah. don't talk smack about other people's jobs but mostly yeah. beware of demon llamas yeah but i do like how at the end they did um you know they did basically um allow cusco to join the llama club the llama lodge <laughs> llama lodge i love that i don't know i just felt like that was very sweet of and um, them to do that and yeah and also Cusco has no sense of fashion because he calls his ponchos ugly and those are the goddamn most fashionable things I've ever seen I would wear those ponchos on a daily basis as I were him you know yeah yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. also but I, being a jerk <laughs> but I do yeah. like how how Cusco almost like accepted it um that he that he was happy to be in the llama lodge he did it, he did it mm-hmm. the, Cusco, the Cusco way mm-hmm. which is, goes back to the movie when he exactly when yeah. he's being nice he's still he's still an asshole yeah it's it's yeah. Like backhanded compliments and all that you know yeah he's got to keep up with appearances exactly yeah. um i don't know if i have anything else to say about this about an- this another solid episode um yeah. needed more yzma in my yeah. opinion anyway yeah. because i i need more eartha kit in my life yeah. um so yeah, needed more use my other than that, just another solid episode. Love me some demon llamas, made me a nice throwback to being a kid yeah. and watching Emperor's New Groove and all that. So yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, it was a very good I actually really enjoyed this episode. It was mm-hmm. very solid. It was um you know, it wasn't probably you know, it's like it wasn't the best thing ever. I mean, nothing's ever the best thing ever, but I actually really enjoyed it and I would definitely watch again. Yeah, I think I would watch the Demon Llama episode over yeah. the yeah. Um, over the monkey one yeah, they, again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be my favorite. It's, there's not many episodes, like there's plenty of episodes where Cusco and Buck are in them, but there's not many episodes where they specifically bond. So it's yeah. nice mm-hmm. to have like one at least where that happens. Right. <laughs> yeah. Attempt to recreate the chemistry we saw in the movie. Exactly. Um, even yeah. without David Spade there. Right. Um, but I think this is like this po- the second season already is like miles better than the first season, in my opinion. But I think this episode is where things start to really pick up. And yeah. Become yeah. really good. Um, yeah, because I actually have not seen much of the second season because by second season was like in 2010, I believe. 2007. Oh, 2007. Yeah, 2000, that was around the time that we stopped getting cable yeah. at my house. So 
the only time I really was able to see the show was when I, whenever we went to Disney World. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was literally every year at that point because my dad makes too much money. But I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I lived like that once. Yeah. I got to go to Disney World every year. It was nice. I used to go to Disneyland twice a year with yeah. my family. Mm. Um, well, sometimes and I, miss I would it. go twice, but at yeah. least every year. Yeah, I went. 2016, I think. That was actually the last time I went was 2016. I went with my sister. Right the last before time I... I went was 2019, but not every ah. year. <laughs> ah, see, I went, last time I went was very early, um, was like January 2nd of I 2016. Went to, I went to Animal, King, Animal Kingdom a week before Galaxy's Edge opened. <laughs> wow. It's, I, still can't, I still can't believe where... I took a 18 year break from Disney because I went when I was a very small kid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to go till I was like eight. Yeah, I was. You, know, I went. I went when I was six months. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was pretty much. Time. I was pretty much born and raised in Disney. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. like even after we didn't have annual passes, we still managed to go. My my family managed to go at least once a year. I mm-hmm. think the period between 2018 to 2021 was the longest time I ever went. I, I've ever went without going to a Disney park or going to Disneyland yeah. or anything. Yeah. Cause I recently went in 2021 for the um, 66th anniversary. It was that six, January. Yeah. 600 gotcha. years. Disneyland will have a 666 anniversary. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah, mansion is gonna just take over the whole park. Yeah, my my parents my parents went from I know my mother and went to Disney World within the first year or so, mm-hmm. and they constantly went down almost like at least once a year for an entire week. And when my dad was introduced, they went all the time mm-hmm. until around 1980. I know it was February of 1989 because it was right I'm before MGM. Did, opened. By the way, if that's okay, huh? I'm leaving all this in if that's okay. That's <laughs> no, you're good. No, no I'm, I've just never been to Florida. Dangerous. Ah, yeah. see, I, I live because I live on the East Coast. The Florida park is gotcha. much yeah. easier for me. I live in Maryland. It's a 15 hour drive, but yeah, it's, it's I not live a, in I live in Arizona. So East Coast stuff is near inaccessible without yeah. air travel. So my, mo- my mother has been to Disneyland. Um, I've been to Disneyland once. Uh, yeah. in 2018. Uh, yeah, my mother went in 1978, I want to say, because it was, yeah, I think it was like right before my parent, I think it was right before my mother met my father, but right before they got married. Mm-hmm. It was like right around that time where she just graduated from, she just graduated from college, um, nursing college. And right before she met my dad, they went on my grandparents went on this um two month long trip across country and actually were sick and actually were able to stop in this in disneyland um in disneyland at that time was the only time my mother's gone we unfortunately they don't have any pictures but they've got mil um like 30 like 30 millimeter film of that nice we're trying to recover the film because it was in my grandmother's attic for um, right for 20 years but they are trying to recover the film and then my parents went to disney world every year they actually saw song of, song of the south in disney world oh wow at the campgrounds um oh, it, boy. it was right before eisner took over actually they said it was like 83 
Ooh, that that's probably why they were able to watch it. <laughs> yeah, and they like re-released it once, like right before, right as they were to see if people were get would ride a ride based on it or something. Right. right. Yeah. 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 yeah but, they didn't yeah. even re-release it when Splash Mountain opened up, which I mean, good. Yeah. Because it's not a good movie. No, I'm actually. It's funny. I actually found a bootleg um, VHS copy um, in the thrift store a few weeks ago. Really oh my boring. god! It is. I've seen maybe. I've seen the beginning of it. It is not fun or anything. And the racism is just very cringy. Yeah. Um, and people fighting about it. Just like, oh, we should release it. I, like, I, I, I will say this. It's not if, worth it. Yeah. If Disney actually did release it throughout the, um, you know, like they did with their other movies, it would probably be in the bargain bin. Yeah. Of oh, Walmart. yeah. Well, yeah, it, it'd be there with the uh, black hole and um, the computer that wore tennis shoes all, or something. Listen here, people. Oh, for all those people who are complaining that Splash Mountain like, is this iconic ride and Song of the South isn't racist, the reasons you love Splash Mountain have nothing to do with Song of the South. The only reason Splash Mountain exactly. is famous as it is is because yeah. everyone had forgotten Song of the South and just assumed it was an original attraction. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like the um, the America Sings animatronics, and I, I, I like. If I don't know how they'd incorporate those in the Princess and the Frog, but we'll they see. can incorporate yeah, those I, easily. And if not, if they go to a museum, then I'm happy. You know, that's my museum. main thing. It belongs in a museum. Exactly, it belongs yeah. in a museum. Like, like Harrison Ford. At this point, uh, <laughs> just so Nicholas Cage in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, do y'all have stuff to plug? Okay, well, you guys can follow me on Twitter at ghoulish underscore gabs. I post stupid shit that turns out to be funny every once in a while. Um, I think I, I'm I'm working on other videos too, but those are going to be way later down the pipeline because I got to have like the mental energy and stuff for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, um, follow me on Twitter at ghoulish underscore gads. So yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at um, kanacha37, spelled K-O-N-A-C-H-A 37. I also have a YouTube um, YouTube channel, same, same name. I am working on a special um, series called Explore the Disney Vault, which actually goes into detail about every single Disney short movie, starting with Laughograms. Um, I'm hoping every time I say it's coming, I'm hoping it's going to be at least to the end of, at least by, by the end of the year, I can get started on it. It just depends on when my editor finishes editing my scripts. Um, I also post random stuff on the YouTube channel and I've got a second YouTube channel called VHS recordings, which actually has old, 90s um and 80s vhs tapes i found um at the thrift stores that i put up on there that's sick yeah and you can find me at michael hirsch on twitter i also make animated cartoons on youtube through the channel fireblast studios if you like my work and want to support me you can pledge to the fireblast studios patreon for early access to videos behind the scenes footage and more what's his name